Good morning. <clears throat> it is a Monday, the 25th of September. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. And we're, we're going to do something a little different this week. Again, we have another feast day. And the feast day is this Friday, and it is the feast of the day of St. Michael and all angels. And what I'd like to do for you, and it's, it is um, suspected that Martin Luther's very first sermon back in 1532 was on Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 to 10, and was for the feast of, of St. Michael and all the angels. And angels. So this week, I'm going to re read a few excerpts of his sermon, which was a lot longer than my sermons, and most of us probably who preach today. Um, but let me start off by reading for you Matthew chapter 18, 1 to 10. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as the little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And who shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he was drowned in the depth of the sea. <clears throat> Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offense comes. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Wherefore, if they, thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from there. It is better for thee to enter into life, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire, and in thine eye offend thee, plug it out, and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes, to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you, that in heaven there are angels do always behold the face of my Father, <clears throat> which is in heaven. And that's our text. You know, that was a King James Version, which Luther would have had. You might like to read, read the text. If you find it difficult in whatever version you, you read, ESV, NIV, um, or whatever it might be. So, the feast commemorating the angels has been placed in the church calendar for the sake of our young people. Or more correctly, for the sake of all Christians, so that they might train themselves to think about the beloved angels and thank God for appointing these mighty lords to be his servants for us. It is for this reason that the epistle to the Hebrews calls them ministering spirits sent to serve those who are to inherit salvation. <clears throat> it is true, indeed, that God sustains and preserves us from himself over against the devil and all misery without the ministration of the angels. Just as he was able by himself to create all us humans, as he did Adam and Eve, without father and mother, also to give us light without the sun and stars, and without plows, soil, and tilling, to give us food. But he does not want to do it this way. Instead, he has given father and mother in order to establish a household and to beget and rear children, has given us rulers and magistrates to govern, has created sun and moon to give light. In short, has so arranged it that one creature is to serve another, and so f for this reason, 
We are to thank God for giving us father and mother, temporal governments, sun, moon, star, grain, and all sorts of creatures to serve and sustain us in this life. By the same token, we should also learn that God protects and aids us through his angels, for which we should surely thank God as well. Now you have often heard that the devil is around people everywhere, in palaces and houses, in the fields, on the streets, in the water, in the forest, and fire. Devils are everywhere. All, that, all they ever do is seek man's destruction. And it is certainly true. Were God not continually to put restraints on the evil foe, he would not leave one little kernel of grain in the field or on the ground, no fish in the water, no piece of meat in the pot, no drop of water, beer, or wine in the cellar, uncontaminated, nor would he leave a sound member in our bodies. When one therefore loses an eye or hand, when someone is killed or contracts a deadly disease, or comes down with another illness, there is nothing but blows and thrusts of the devil. Now he aims at one person, then at another. If he makes a hit, he has achieved what he went after. If he does not, it is sure a sure indication that God hindered him through the beloved angels. And therefore, when mishaps occur, when one falls into a fire, another into water, these clearly are blows and strokes of the devil who is constantly aiming and pitching at us, hoping to inflict all manner of hurt upon us. Against such a malicious, spiteful, cunning enemy who is continually hounding us, God has appointed the beloved angels to keep watch so that where the devil suddenly comes and strikes with pestilence, with fire, with hail, and the like, an angel is there to counter it. For the struggle between angels and devils is constantly ongoing. The devil would gladly trigger all manner of trouble, as we see and experience daily. When many a bone is fractured on level ground, many a person falls down a staircase or steps, not knowing how such a thing could have happened. <clears throat> this and similar things the devil would constantly be ca causing, were God not preventing it through the beloved angels. However, he does at times permit us to experience such things that we might learn if God were not there all the time preventing these, their occurrences, they would happen continuously. And for this reason, we ought to pray all the more diligently and thank God for such protection. When he wants to chastise, he withdraws his hand, takes away the protection and aid of his beloved angels. He gives the devil free reign, and hundreds often die in pestilence, plagues of the devil, his venomous darts, his lead bullets are pestilence, glandular disorders, pox, and other adversities. God permits such things to happen to serve as warnings for us and to draw us to himself so that we cling to him and obey him. For he is a God of life who wants to, to lend a hand and assist whatever and whenever it is needed if we but fear and call upon him. But if we are going to be wicked and show no concerns for his word, nor give him thanks for his fatherly protection and care, he then becomes angry and holds back his angels in heaven, giving the devil free reign to employ his evil scoundrels in causing pestilence and other misfortune. For they simply do not want to do good. To illustrate, it is just as if you withdraw your support from and refuse to give your children food, clothing, or anything else. They then become poor and emanci emanci emanciated. 
God punishes ungrateful, evil scoundrels in this way by not restraining the devil and keeping his angels in heaven. When he says to Michael, Gabriel, and other angels, hold on, let the devil be in control, for the scoundrels simply do not want to do what is right. So leave off and let pestilence kill them. That's exactly how it goes. End of part one. Let's pray. Gracious Holy Father, we thank you for, for you calling Martin Luther to be who he is, to be your servant, to write, preach, teach, and uh, I guess technically to be your, your, your initial start of the Reformation. Lord, bless us as we continue to read this for the rest of this week as we celebrate the Feast of St. Michael and all the angels. Bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. And uh, I apologize for my voice. It's, it's close to being gone. Um, you might pray for that, that we get it back by tomorrow morning and you won't be, won't be straining your ears to hear me. Um, so, St. Michael's and Angels. Read up on angels. Study an angel. What do you believe about angels? Questions you have on angels? Shoot me a note. Pastor Brian, writing tlc.org. And we'll begin a conversation. Go peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you all tomorrow. God bless.